Well, what did you want it to be? A catch-as-catch-can competition? A match with lots of spots from old NWA stars? Just an opening for discussion? An extended goodbye and not really any ring action? This was Ric Flair's final. Ric Flair is 73 years old. Before I go on, Ric Flair, he's one of the most extraordinary and um, I'm not going to use the word best because you can't have that conversation. And others have tried to with me. Oh, I think this person's better. Well, that person's wrestling now and Ric Flair generally isn't. I know he was wrestling at the weekend, but he generally isn't. And when he came up in the 70s and 80s and into the early 90s, really, considering that superb Royal Rumble in 92, it was a different time. It was a different in-ring product. And you cannot compare today's in-ring product with that in-ring product and say, oh, he doesn't do any flips and trips. Psychologically, and people seem to forget ring psychology, do they not? And as far as promos go, he's one of the best there has ever been, in my view. To be the man, you've got to beat the man. But what he did do was, he lost that title many times and won it back 15 of them. So he knew about the business. And this is final. This is Ric Flair's final match. And we're going to talk about the main event, the final match. You know, working with Andrade, who took care of him when he came to, you know, when he, when he, when he left the ring, took care of him in the match, is his son-in-law, recently married Charlotte Flair. It was a great move. Having Jay Lethal in there was a great move. But the best move probably was having Jeff Jarrett in there with Karen Jarrett and he did he worked most of the, the psychology in this match as Ric Flair said Tony Schiavone was calling it with David Crockett wasn't he I think um, as he said afterwards in the short uh, interview mercifully mercifully short interview because the man just, just taken a beating and he did actually to a certain extent and he's 73 years old remember he did say I uh, hope you enjoyed the match. I don't remember. I don't remember half of it, and that was clear in the match. Now, it did have a very downbeat feel, and even when Ric Flair came out in his white robe and Shivani pushing me, it's the white robe, and he's got the big gold belt which he did have, which was a lovely touch. He then was struggling with that belt to, so when he came down the walkway, he wasn't able to really push things because he was struggling to give the belt to Doug Dillinger. And then when he did, he started to run a bit to show us that he was, he still had that in him. But what he didn't do was really take his time. He could have took 10 minutes to do this, but he didn't. He didn't come out and he, to do all the, all the styling and profiling that he could have done. And that was a little disappointing. The crowd were quiet and that's not surprising, but the match itself, to work around a gentleman who has had health issues and some people were concerned about him getting in the ring, me included. Um, 
they worked around him, but actually, it wasn't a shrinking violet in it. Jeff looked good, by the way. And Rick still got the definition, biceps and triceps definition. He's wearing a, a, a t-shirt, and that's understandable and quite right. It's a little low-key, this. But as the match goes on, it just shows how much people care about him. You've got some prevarication. Rick's in immediately with Jeff Jarrett. No engagement. Jeff Jeff bails. Rick gets lethal in. And Jeff Jarrett worked so well with the with the heel persona with the audience here. It was lovely with the crowd. Very good. That was very nice. Lethal takes Rick Flair over after a slap from Rick, of course, dirtiest player in the game, and then um, allows Rick to get up after a takeover. You still got it, Chance, at this point. I don't think we're sure about that yet. Another slap to Lethal. Maybe this was the first slap. It's enjoyed by the crowd anyway. And Andrade wrist locks Jarrett. These are the, you know, if you want some wrestling, you're talking about the other three really, aren't you? Flair tags in while Andrade's got the wrist lock on Jarrett. Jarrett gets out the wrist lock, slips out of it and gets out to the other side of the ring. He knows what Flair can do. It's lovely. Flair smiles at him. It's really nicely done. He then gives us the strut and a crotch chop to finish. Didn't need that. Just the strut would have done. Then he chops Jarrett. The chops are still there. Crowd are loving it. Huge woos. And then the crowd pop again for a Ric Flair figure four. It's beautiful. And then Flair's on the outside. Jarrett takes takes Karen's shoe, smacks um, Flair in the head with it. And Flair gets colour. He bleeds. And it is sort of half a crimson mask. It's really nicely, he's ble- he is bleeding quite, he's, he's getting good colour there. He takes a suplex from Lethal. Jarrett hits a figure, fair on, a figure four on Flair, a figure fair on floor. No, not on the floor, on the canvas. And it's a figure four on Flair. It's broken up by Andrade off the top. So obviously, it's not just Jarrett that takes the, the brunt of that jump off the top. It'll be Flair as well. Andrade then gets some wrestling, and that's very nice. Lethal hits a kick to Andrade, a kick that goes to the ref. Andrade, it's a ref bump. You'd expect that. I didn't think, oh, what a jip. I expected it. There's a poison rana from Andrade, and then he gets Flair in. It's really helping him. It, it does seem as though, I'll help you. I'll help you. Don't you worry. It's that. Do you want, would you like to be helped across the road? Can I help you with your shopping? It's that sort of thing. It's a little bit difficult to watch. And Flair covers him, but there's no ref. Jarrett brings the guitar in. Lethal holds Flair for the guitar shot. I thought for one moment, Flair might take this shot. Thankfully, Andrade pulls him away and uh, Lethal takes the shot. Andrade then gets some brass brass nooks, apparently from Conrad Thompson, another son-in-law. And then puts them on Flair's hand in another kind of let me help you. Flair's face at this point seems out of it, to be honest, and it? A close-up on his face is not a good thing here, to be honest. But then Flair gets up, lovely short punch, puts um, puts him down, and then uh, that's the Jarrett puts the, puts Jarrett down. There's no ref though. He puts the figure four in on new ref in. Jarrett's already out, so he doesn't need to submit. Shoulders are down. Done. 
that's the last match. It was well worked. It was good psychology. Jarrett performed extremely well. Andrade performed extremely well. Lethal was okay. Flair was... He was in and out. And not in and out of the ring. In and out of the match, I believe. And as he said, I don't remember half of it. And you could tell. But it wasn't wince-inducing. It was different. There were tears and smiles afterwards. Ticket tape. The Undertaker's there. Mick Foley's there. Bret Hart there. Looking fabulous. Bret Hart looks great. Actually, they all do. All three do. You get the interview with Tony Schiavone. They're all there. And as he says, he's and he's very tearful. He's now going to go out and tear it up. And I'm sure that's what he'll do. Because he was one of the best in the world. You can't ever say he, someone is the best. Because you need to look at context. But this, it just adds a full stop to that career. And for what he goes on to do. And it's not about the past for Rick. It's about what's happening now. But it should be about the past too. Because he produced some extraordinary moments. And I remember them. Being seasoned myself, I remember them. And if this match wasn't what you wanted, perhaps you should think what you did want. Because nostalgia ain't what it used to be. And we need to remember that when watching this match. Thank you, Rick. Thank you for all the moments. I'll never forget. Ta-ta.